Coming up in today's episode, the magical number is 335. How, what and why is this the figure to be interested in right now? We've also got coming up the seasonal selling special and how to take advantage of all these different selling days that pop up throughout the year. And the super fast sales hack, the countdown that every sales team needs to keep them focused. Running a successful business isn't about being clever. It's about making good decisions to improve your important numbers. Matthew Day's been helping business owners like you get better numbers with advice, systems, and data since 2004. If you want magical numbers, listen to Matthew. If you want them faster, visit matthewday.com forward slash faster. Here's Matthew. 335. Why? Why on earth should we care about that figure? right now well 335 is the online dollar spend for each purchaser who buys on black friday in the us and that's according to adobe so on average a buyer will spend 335 dollars online um, on black friday over here in the uk according to imrg online retail that figure is 234 pounds so we spend a little bit less over here in the uk than the guys in the us do but when we compare that with the average online order uh, in the US over the course of the last year or so, the average online order is around $82. So when you compare that spend on Black Friday with an average online order, you can see that on Black Friday, there's about four times the amount of orders being processed online in the US than there is on any other average day. So what is your average online order value? Are you actually trading online? How much of your business could you be transacting online that you're not currently doing? Now, it's super easy to get yourself set up with an online shop these days. There are plenty of hosting sites out there that will allow you to spin up something like a Magento site very quickly and very easily and get your products uh, uploaded into it and showcased on it. There are other sort of dedicated platforms like Wix.com that, again, make it really easy to be able to set up an online shop. So whether you're selling business to business or business to consumer, that average online spend being four times higher at this time of year. So we're we're on this recording actually is taking place on Black Friday. Uh, but this weekend of Black Friday, Cyber Monday and the whole Thanksgiving period, what's been seen is that people are spending up to four times more at this time of year. So three, three, five. That's the figure to think about for average online spend over this Thanksgiving weekend. So the whole idea of selling on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, what else is there? We've got Small Business Saturday. And around this time of year, we've, we also in the UK have got things like Boxing Day sales. We've got the January sales coming up. Uh, different times of year, there's all kinds of events that are going on for seasonal selling. Valentine's deals, Easter deals, summer promotions. There are loads of seasonal selling days throughout the year. And what I'd like to dip into uh, today is 
how you are approaching your seasonal selling and is it something that you're involved in is it something that you're actively going after or is it something you're stepping back from and just letting other organizations go and get all of the discounts and get all of the orders themselves maybe there's some strategies here that we should look at adopting for online seasonal selling So just some very quick stats over the course of the last year, when we combine the US and the UK and how much they're spending online on Black Friday, it was $4.6 billion. Uh, And that's based on the exchange rate as of the 23rd of November from uh, UK uh, pounds into US dollars. But $4.6 billion, that is an awful lot to be spent online on a single day this black friday now the whole history of black friday didn't start online it hasn't it's not just a recent thing it dates back uh back to the 50s i think when the day after thanksgiving was just an extremely busy day on the high street and that's where lots of the purchases were made and this whole idea of black friday was coined back then Uh, but we've seen over recent years it evolve especially with the advent of online into this like mega discounting day and with the advent of online uh, picking up this whole idea of there being a long weekend of discounts from black friday through to cyber monday so we've done a little bit of digging here to find out how businesses are getting in front of potential consumers or potential buyers in the run-up to uh, this particular seasonal selling event and if we dig into some of the uh, social media stats We see that last year there was 450 million, let that sink in, 450 million video views of Black Friday related video on Facebook over the Thanksgiving weekend. So that's 450 million. That is a massive number of videos relating to Black Friday shopping and Black Friday related videos of organizations getting their seasonal selling messages out there. So this whole idea of video content being critical to marketing activities is driven by simply the sheer number of video views that are happening in this particular period. Now, some retailers, they kind of worry that Black Friday and and in fact, probably all of these seasonal selling days can be counterproductive because you're discounting and you're discounting at a period of time when you should be focused on making more profits. Now, the whole idea of discounting and making more profits uh, are not entirely related. So you can discount and make more profits, but there is risk associated with this. And I think this is what retailers worry about when uh, approaching uh, times of the year like Black Friday, like Cyber Monday, like Small Business Saturday. Because the key to success when you're discounting and offering these mega discounts is volume. And if you'd unable to drive a high enough number of inquiries, either to your store or online, then you're going to struggle to make those extra profits with your discounted products. Because lower prices do mean lower profit being generated per product. That you can't argue with. If you lower the sales price and you keep the cost price the same, then you are going to generate less profit per product. 
And the way that you do this with Black Friday to counter this is you have to sell more product. So by selling more products with a lower margin per product uh, can generate you more profits. And one of the ways to do this, one of the ways to ensure that you don't find that your seasonal selling is counterproductive is to invest in driving up volume to your store and to your online store. And one of the ways of driving up volume is something called scarcity. And the whole idea of seasonal selling and these seasonal selling events is they are time limited. They only happen on a certain day or for a limited amount of time, and that introduces scarcity. Now, what we've seen over recent years, in my opinion, is actually a dilution of that scarcity because Black Friday is turning into uh, Black Friday week or Black Friday month. And the whole idea of extending this period of time whilst discounts are being offered is reducing the scarcity. And by reducing the scarcity, you're taking away the very reason for somebody to make a buying decision right now and today. So this idea of extending the period of time that discounts are being offered, in my opinion, are going, is going to reduce the effectiveness of things like Black Friday and Cyber Monday because there is less of a reason for somebody to buy right now. Now, this whole idea of like the cyber weekend where you've got Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that's probably a good hybrid because the period of time is short enough that people know that they've got to make a purchase over this long weekend. And it's and it's still in that period immediately after Thanksgiving. But I expect to see that the scarcity focus really kicks in on Cyber Monday because that's when the deals should all be ending. If you run deals for a month, then when at the start of the month, people are not going to be motivated to buy there and then because they don't have to make that buying decision right then. They've got a whole month to be able to make that decision. So if we're looking at these scarcity events, these uh, time limited events, we need to be able to honour the scarcity, honour the time limits and make sure that discounts are only valid for a short period of time. And we let everybody know what that period of time is. So by the time you drive them to your store, you're able to take them into your checkout area and you're able to uh, allow them to make that purchase because it's in the knowledge that they won't be able to make that same purchase if they come back tomorrow. Now, we have seen some businesses, I've uh, seen some reports in the news about somewhat unethical businesses trying to fudge discounts at this time of year where they are increasing the prices in the run up to uh, Black Friday um, and only to be able to reduce them on the day. Now, in my book, uh, this is really, you know, the thin end of the wedge of really eroding the trust of the purchaser. Because if you do this and they find out that, you know, you've been artificially increasing prices to then give an artificial discount back to the price that it was a couple of months ago, surely this must devalue your brand and cause your uh, purchasers to question whether 
they actually purchase from you and whether they're if they're going to make a purchase that they're buying at the right time because they might be buying at a time when you've decided to elevate your prices ahead of an artificial discount you might have been at the receiving end of buying something in the last month that um that has been artificially inflated it doesn't make you feel good so if you are one of those businesses and looking to be able to offer discounts on black friday and cyber monday and these seasonal selling days please do make sure that they are genuine and that you are not um, artificially uh, trying to position a discount when actually it's not. So what can or should you do around these seasonal selling periods? Well, by the time this podcast is, uh, you're listening to this podcast, then the cyber weekend is probably all done. But there's always a seasonal selling period around the corner. So let's have a think about what you could do to ensure that your next seasonal sale is successful. The first thing to do is make sure that you plan it. Okay, so uh, decide what products you're going to be offering as part of the discounts, what marketing you need to undertake in order to drive people to uh, to your the place where they can buy what your sales process is going to be or how you're going to convert people um, who have arrived at your store into being buyers and then set yourself some targets because it's these targets that are going to drive the investment that you make and the costs that you incur in driving people into buying your products. So let's identify what seasonal selling days there are that are relevant to your market and how you're going to leverage them because you're going to need to plan these at least three months in advance. So uh, in order to get your marketing working um, and your systems in place to be able to make this a success, then ideally you should be putting in place the plans to do that uh, around three months in advance. Now, identifying the right products to sell and the right products to discount You need to be reviewing the margin that you're generating on those products to be able to determine how far and how deeply you can discount them and still turn a profit. Okay, and that may mean that you uh, bring in some special products that are only available during this promotional period. Um, And that's absolutely fine. They don't have to be products that you've stocked all year, but you may have got some products in just for this uh, seasonal selling period. Um, And these are products that are normally quite high margin products, uh, but you are discounting them through the seasonal selling event, uh, eroding some of your margin, but you're looking to sell more of those products. So margin on the products, really important. Marketing activities. So let's consider online uh, video and social media as key places to be seen. That 450 million video views over a Thanksgiving weekend of Black Friday related videos is enormous. So get familiar with advertising on uh, social media platforms because right now it's quite cheap to get videos ads out there. You will notice that in the run up to uh, key events that the cost of advertising on these platforms go up because it is an auction based system. So you're competing with other advertisers who want to get their message in front of the same audience. And if you're familiar with how the advertising works on these platforms and have some experience about this, you will have some good baseline numbers to know whether or not 
an, an ad is working and if the ad is performing at the level that means that you can still maintain a profit because the ads that you're running and the videos that are being seen are going to cost you money and these themselves are eroding some of your margin. Now, if we look at offline as well, uh, there's plenty of offline activities that you can plan ahead of your seasonal selling period. Uh, you know, that could be sales calls. It could be leaflets. It could be uh, sending, heaven forbid, snail mail. You could post stuff out to your, your, your prospective customers and to your customers to let them know what you're doing. But you need to work out how to get your message out there. And if you're not doing this a few months in advance of when the event is, uh, then you're going to miss some of these opportunities to get your message in front of people. And obviously, the closer it gets to the seasonal selling day, the more expensive it's going to be to get uh, adverts out there in front of your audience. So do look to leverage your existing uh, database and make sure that you are undertaking all the marketing activities you can to ensure that everyone knows about the event. You're building up uh, some interest. You're building up some excitement about what you're doing for this seasonal selling day. No fake scarcity. OK, if you're going to do it for a day, do it for a day. And when an offer is done, consider the offer is done. You're driving people to your store or to your website, to your online shop, uh, telling them that they're going to get a deal today if they buy today. If they turn up the next day or two or three days later or a week later or a month later and find the same deal, you have shot yourself in the foot because that whole idea of scarcity that you are putting out there, uh, people will know that that's fake and you want to you want to not be in that position by not having any face scarcity in the first place so when you say that it's a one-day offer ensure that it is a one-day offer and that there is a very good length of time before you run another one-day offer because if people see that offer continuously available you're not going to be able to demand that they take the action there and then because actually the product isn't as scarce as you're saying it is uh, so let's make sure that we focus on selling volume and protecting your margins. So we've looked at some things here that you should do. What should you not do as part of this? What you should not do is discount every product to the same percentage across the board and not tell anyone about it. OK, so you do have different amounts of profit that each product uh, brings. So it's, it's highly unlikely that every single product returns you exactly the same percentage of profit. So uh, consider groups of products or individual products as ones that you will include in your seasonal selling offer. And make sure that you invest the time and the money in driving people to know about this offer that you're making because if you don't increase the volume then you're simply giving away margin okay and what we don't want to do is for you to cut your prices and make less money than if the same people had just turned up and bought the full price product okay so if you're going to go into this uh, you need to go all in and not go half-hearted. So make sure that if you're going to commit to a seasonal selling day, you commit enough time in advance to be able to invest in the marketing um, and in the right discounts on the right 
products. And what you ultimately need to do is to say, if we're going to do this, what is the worst that can happen? How much are we prepared to invest in our marketing in order to drive people to our store? And how much are we prepared to lose on any individual product? And by that, I mean how much less profit to make. I don't mean that you lose money. (laughs) So how much less profit we're willing to accept on any given product based on driving up the volume. And the thing to do to help you with this is to look at your numbers. So have a look at your baseline metrics. And there are three metrics that you should focus on. The first is the number of inquiries that you're getting. So you need to create a baseline of the number of inquiries that you're getting right now so that you can measure the difference that you get over the period that you are uh, performing the marketing activities and that when you're when you're making the offer so that you can clearly see that you're getting more traffic or you're getting more visitors because you are driving up the number of inquiries that are being made and the number of inquiries that you're getting are being driven largely by your lead gen marketing activities the second metric to look at is your conversion rate so that you've got a baseline of this so that you can compare before the offer and when you're running the offer. So of the number of inquiries that you get, what percentage of them turn into customers? Because over this seasonal selling day, what we want to do is drive up the number of inquiries, and that is our marketing activities. And then, uh, so we've got more people visiting. And then of those people who are visiting, we want to convert more of them into being customers. So we want to see two lots of percentage increases. The first from the number of inquiries and the second from the sales conversion rate. Because on the third metric, which is going to be average order value, we're going to expect to see a decline in this because you are discounting and you're offering money off. You're offering a lower sales price. So with all things being equal, if they buy the same products uh, that they were going to buy, but they're buying them at a discount rate, your average order value is going to go down. And what we need is the metrics of the number of inquiries and the conversion rate to outperform your average order value metric. We know that on average, an online buyer on Black Friday is spending $335. In a normal order, they would spend $82. Okay, so four times higher. That doesn't mean they're spending all that money with the same retailer. But your aim is to try and drive up the amount of that $335 that's coming into your business. So three metrics to measure. The number of inquiries coming in, the sales conversion rate that you make, and the average order value. Because those three metrics are going to define how profitable your campaigns are. So do make sure that you go into a seasonal selling day with your eyes open, with good marketing undertaken, and a strategy around sales conversion, because these are the key things that are going to determine your success. Now it's time for a super fast sales hack. So if you have an offline sales team, so they're working the phones or they're going out and they're visiting uh, customers, make sure that your team know the exact number of working days left in the month. Put it up on a board or display it somewhere uh, on a widget or something on your intranet. But keep the focus of your team on the number of working days left in that month. Because when you see at the start of a month that you have just 20 selling days, 
to reach your target. And then the next day you see you have 19 selling days to reach your target. It gives real focus to the effort that you need to put in on a daily basis to reach that target. Because it's relentless, that clock is only ever going to count down. And it's going to count down to zero until you've got no selling days left in the month. It's one quick sales hack that you could put into your business to make sure that your sales team are focused on selling every single day. So some final takeaways from today's podcast. When you're looking at seasonal selling days, do make sure that you identify and plan these out. Make sure that you work out a baseline of your metrics of inquiry volume, sales conversion rate and average order value and monitor the changes that happen over your seasonal selling day. And do make sure that your sales team are putting in a relentless focus on achieving their daily aims with a daily countdown of selling days each month. On the next Magical Numbers podcast, we're going to be talking about how to build a harmony between your marketing and sales team. Look forward to catching up with you on the next podcast. If you want magical numbers, listen to Matthew. If you want them faster, visit matthewday.com forward slash faster.